All right, boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio for this one? 80-20. 80-20, you're here, or 80-20, you're on the road? Don't worry about it. Play the intro! Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette. And Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. U.S. Minster. North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Because Manko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Hello and welcome back to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's right, uh, Tyler's not here this week, so I figured I would be the host. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we're missing another guy too. Yeah, he's not the only one missing because Marcus is gone too this week. So you're stuck with the uh, Jake and producer podcast this week. Yeah, so the dynamic duo. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, like I mentioned before, I'm Jake. I'll be the host this week, and I'm joined by the one, the only producer, Alex. I still don't have a catchphrase. I need to figure out a catchphrase. <laughs> you need a lot of things, man. Right? Yeah, you need I do. A catch- <laughs> you need an outro. You need. We'll get you there. Yeah. We will get you there. Um, but uh, yeah, so this week's going to be a little bit different. Um, we got a ton to cover, and Alex and I are going to cover it all for you. Um, but like we start every week, we are going to start this week with our sponsors. So shout out to Beaver Buzz. Thank you so much for supporting the boys. Um, I'm not going to say that <laughs> no. stupid line. <laughs> because we don't need to yeah, say the line. No, I'm not saying it. We are, we are happy to be partnered with Beaver Buzz. Yes, and should probably mention this we uh we did some content for them recently yeah um, yeah which we're looking to post pretty soon um so stay tuned to our youtube channel and our tiktok and because we're gonna put some stuff up and like yeah it's sponsored content but it's really it's really <laughs> funny it's funny man like yeah I, I don't think i've ever seen sponsored content that's like that engaging and fun well, yeah just like we had like it wasn't even about like it didn't feel like it was sponsored it didn't feel like we like had to say good things or bad things or no. whatever like we were just having fun Dude, they gave us the reins. Yeah. They were like, just do whatever you want and tag us in it. Yeah. And well, we, we definitely did what we, we, we did wanted. whatever <laughs> we wanted. And honestly, like it was super fun. So I can't wait till that comes out. So if you don't already follow us on Instagram, make sure you go over there, follow us there. And then we'll post a story or a yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and, and we'll make you guys aware of, uh, of when that's ready or when that'll be posted. And as I'm sure you guys are all aware, this month, in lieu of a fake sponsor, uh, we here at Vancouver Boys Studios would like to acknowledge that this month is Movember, and this is actually the last week of Movember. Um, So Movember is a campaign that uh, has been put on every November to raise awareness for men's cancers and, more broadly, men's health issues. And as men who have all lost men in our lives way too early, Movember is a campaign that we fully support. And should you choose to make any sort of donation or contribution, you can find the link to their website in our bio on Instagram through our link tree. And the mustaches are looking good. Like, we're at the point in the month where, like... It's coming in full grown. I do wish I had darker <laughs> hair so people would stop chirping me about the fact that I can't grow a mustache. Dude, I, I figured, like, people were going to put us on blast. You know, it's like, whatever. That's why yeah. we're doing it. You have been getting... I've been getting so- absolutely hosed. Oh, my which God. Which is such 
bowl, but you know, <laughs> you gotta take it as it comes. It's true. Like honestly, all of our mustaches are fine, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, people are just going just in going on going at me. It's hilarious, but, but you, know, you take it. It's yeah. for it's for a good cause. That's exactly. All that matters. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure there's people that, out there that are doing it just like we are. You know, I've been getting comments at work. Yeah, you know, no, people have been noticing. They're like, hey, nice, yeah. test, nice stash. Yeah, like, right. thanks. I I can grow one. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, it's awesome, right? And it's like that's the that's the reason, right? Is to yeah. is to raise awareness. Be like, yeah. And and the nice thing is, is a lot of times when they see it, they go, "Hey, you're doing that for November." You know, yeah. they they already know, yeah. which is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's also and the fact that like there's all these stories coming out and people talking about their experiences with you know their health issues, their mental health issues, which has always been kind of a focus that uh, seems to be getting pushed under the rug. And uh, it's it's really awesome to see and hear people talking and, and acknowledging men's health issues as much as they have been lately yeah and uh it's all you know all part of the whole mustache november thing right Love yeah. it. it's it's a it's a good way to show awareness it's a fun way to show awareness and it's just for a good cause who doesn't like to grow out a mustache just exactly. to see get chirped by the boys but whatever <laughs> exactly right nothing no no harm done exactly no harm is and it's fun right yeah. it's it's fun at the end of the day so, exactly yeah so shout out to all you guys who i'm sure have been growing mustaches along with us and seeing how they look so shout out to you guys now Let's get to some not so fun stuff. Yes, there the is Canucks. some. Yeah, there's some <laughs> hockey content to cover here this week. Yeah. So why don't we jump into the Vancouver Canucks news this week? Yeah. So I will be taking the reins because Marcus isn't here. So now sure, we can actually yeah. be uh, a little more critique. About the Canucks. <laughs> yeah, we can be a little bit more objective. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right now the Canucks are eighth in the uh, Pacific. They're five points out of a wild card spot. Would that not put them dead last in the Pacific? At eighth, uh, or sorry, not the Pacific, the Western. Okay. they are dead last in the uh, Pacific. Right, eighth in the West Conference, though that's not bad. That yeah, I mean they're only long time. two points away from uh, being last, <laughs> and that is because Anaheim isn't last, and they still have not won a game in regulation. I think. Wow. Yeah, it, which is all, crazy. It is crazy because, like, I've seen Anaheim play. They're not as bad as no. Their record shows. I mean, at the start of the season, I thought that they would be competing for a wild card spot. For sure. I think a lot of people did. And but now they are tied dead last with the Ottawa Senators, which, I mean, we can get <sighs> into later. Uh, yeah, that breaks my heart, man. Yeah, nobody saw that coming. No. But Canucks news, Canucks news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since last time we talked, the Canucks have played five games, including, or sorry, three games, including tonight's game, which we are currently watching. Yes. There so is... we should mention, we everyone knows we record on Wednesday yeah. nights. But uh, we are not only recording on Wednesday night, we are recording with one minute left in the Colorado-Vancouver game where the Canucks just went on the power play. And they are on it again because there are gummy bears on the ice. <laughs> what is happening? I, I don't think that's why they're on the power play. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so one minute left. They haven't had a multi-goal lead, so there's a good chance that they could win this game. Yes, that is true. They have not had a multi-goal lead, so who knows? Maybe they pull out the W here. But, but against the Colorado Avalanche, like... You know, as we'll find out in a minute, yeah. that would be huge yeah. for this season. Like, are we thinking that they can actually right the ship? Can they turn things around here? Yeah, I mean, it, it's very tough to tell. This is definitely a confidence booster, which I think the team needs right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those things where as much as as much importance as it is to have a win, like this does more to the team from a, an emotional yeah, standpoint. Absolutely. Just because like they, it shows that they can win. They band together to be a team that it was the best team last year. Yeah. And still a really good team this year. It's it's one thing to win a game. It's another thing to beat the defending Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, exactly. Right? Who are worthy of the title. Oh, like, yeah, this 100%. is a good team. Um, terrible goalie, but good team. Yeah, terrible <laughs> goalie. 
Speaking of which, let's do a quick little quick little uh, tangent. Yeah. yeah. How's Jack Campbell holding up there, pal? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> that might have been the toughest take. <laughs> Dude, to be honest, looking back on it, I was like, man, I took a hard stance yeah. on that. Like, if he has a good season, I'm going to look real bad. I don't feel so bad. No, either. it's been a horrible <laughs> experiment. Yeah. But they've had Stuart Skinner there to, uh, yeah. to help him out. But yeah, the Jack Campbell experiment is not going planned. Yeah. Um, it's just so funny because I remember like the big conversation we were having is I was like, Jack Campbell's a backup. He's not a starter. He's yeah. a backup. He's a good backup, but he's a backup. And what was it? I think it was you and, and one of the other guys. You were just like, no, like he's a starter. He's yeah. going to turn things around for them. But no, like he's just gone and proved that he is just a solid backup. He's not even a good backup right now. Well, yeah. Like he's just playing so bad. Yeah. It's funny. Like I've heard a lot of conversation around him and it's like a lot of people think that it's just the move being in a new city you know having yeah. all this expectation and that's what's kind of bogging him down and do you think it, do you think it's that or do you think it's that he's just fundamentally not a good enough goalie i see i think he's he, he's a legitimate starter in the league i do think I, I think there's an actual stat of where uh sorry the canucks just finally won a game yeah. uh, that, <laughs> holy yeah. shit they beat the abs yeah. with spencer martin dude okay i don't know if you caught that out of the corner of your eye but as soon as that horn went, Spencer Martin just let out the biggest scream. Yeah. And and JT Miller gave him this huge hug and he was screaming. Man, that's what you want to see. Oh, yeah. You know? That's some passion right there. That's awesome. Good but for them, man. To quickly touch on that Jack Campbell, I do, like, I, I would love to look at a stat of uh, goaltenders signing a big, like, multi-year, multi-million dollar contract. Yeah. And after that first year, how good they are. Because, I mean, you look at Jack Campbell this year. You look at... Uh, Grubauer last year. Oh my god! Going from a, I think he was a Vesna finalist. Yeah, he to was like one of the worst goalies. Yeah, he was a Vesna candidate in in uh, Colorado. Yeah, and then in Seattle, he had the worst goals against average. Yeah, something or the like worst that. save percentage. It was one of the two, but he yeah. had the worst in the league. Something crazy. And I yeah. know what's happened, like even before that too. But yeah, it would be a cool stat to look at. Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, Spencer Martin. Holy cow! Did, making a run at the starting goalie job. Did he just steal it? It's tough to say no. Like, you beat the defending Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. And, and that mean, save in the third period? Yeah. When he came across great. Like, ah, it's tough. There's something to say. Like, there's, there's, like, you can't not say Demko is a better goalie than Martin. Of course. Of but, course. If you, if you tried to make that argument, you would look so foolish. But that's different than saying that, like, it's the team plays better in front of Martin yeah. than they do Demko. I mean, that could be it. Here's yeah. the other thing, though. 33 saves. I Like, it, it was a good performance, yeah. but it wasn't, like, blow no. your socks off. Like, he didn't steal... He's not stealing the games or anything, but there's something to say that the Canucks are playing better in front of Martin. Yeah. Like, they just give him that team boost. I guess so. so. Also, Ethan Bear with the game winner. Yeah. Like, what? What a pickup. What was it? A fifth rounder or something like that? Uh, Yeah, it was... But it was Ethan Bear and a prospect. Oh, yeah, For, like, yeah, a fifth yeah. rounder. So, I mean, yeah, not looking too bad. Uh, a low-risk, medium reward, and yeah. it looks like it's paying out right now. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a consistent body in the back end. Um, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, like, for a fifth rounder, I'll take a win against the Habs. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah, right? there was a couple of random goal scores tonight. It was uh, 
The goal before that was uh, by Sheldon Dries. Yeah, just the dirt, getting to the dirty areas yeah. and, and banging it in. You know, it's like, it's goals like that. Also, before I get into the whole Sheldon Dries thing, mm-hmm. how about the fact that the Canucks went into the third period losing and, and then came and back? Scored two goals in the third to win. Like this game, I really hope this is the TSN turning point on right? the season because if it is, this team's starting to fill their potential. Oh, yeah. It's just the big question mark is Demko Martin. That's yeah. that's going to be 100%. in the headlines everywhere starting tomorrow. And yeah, I mean, there's something to say about Demko, you know, coming off the season that they that he had and then trying to replicate it. He wasn't going to be able to replicate it. Like he, yeah. he was stealing his games like he, he hasn't he's definitely not been playing good. Yeah. And it's tough to say that like when you're especially when you're comparing him to last year. But like I think uh, a bunch of teams would take Demko still. Oh my god! And he's yeah. still got a bunch of potential. He's just not playing as good as he did last year. I think if Marcus was here, I, I know what he would start saying, and I know when he listens to this back, he's probably going to be waiting for one of us to say it. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's injured. He thinks he's playing through like something, yeah. right? Because the the trajectory that he's been following has been very similar to what Pedersen was doing mm-hmm. when he was injured, right? Like, Pedersen obviously had that explosive start to his career. Yeah. Started to get into injury trouble. People were like, eh, maybe he isn't as good as we thought he'd be. Should we move him? And then he kind of went through that, you know, uh, issue with his injuries. And then his health kind of came back. And now look at him, right? So I think that's kind of what most Canucks fans are thinking with him right now. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that when you have another goalie as consistent as, as Martin has been, yeah. why don't you take him out of the lineup for a few games? Get him healthy. Get him on the practice sheet. You know, keep him from going on these road trips, mm-hmm. get him back to 100%, and then put him back in the net. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a good idea. Um, I don't know why they don't do it. I, it, there, Yeah, there's something definitely different to Demko last year to this year. Could be an injury, could be something mental. You never know. Something will probably come out maybe, like, after Christmas or something like yeah. that, saying that, like, he's been playing with, like, a hurt shoulder or something like that. Some, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's the Martin show right now, though. It's hard to say. Apparently, yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing with goalies is like their mental game is like 99%. Yep. Right? Goalies are, for those of you who didn't grow up playing hockey, goalies are a different breed. Like they are just. It was always like the crazy kid. Exactly. It's always the guy that made sure he put on the right sock before the left, right? Like they have to do everything exactly the same every game superstitious exactly they're massively superstitious so much respect for them i hope this doesn't come off sounding like a chirp because it's not no 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 i would never do what they do I oh think they no have, it's i think crazy i think an ice hockey goalie is the hardest position in all of major sports definitely one of the hardest yeah. i think you a lot of people a i think a lot of people say a baseball pitcher is still harder but i think it's an ice hockey goalie yeah it's it's definitely one of the toughest yeah but yeah, uh, I don't know what else to say about them. It's it's massive. Yeah, like this win is massive, and it should not be understated. What's going to be interesting is I know this episode releases on Friday, mm-hmm. so Saturday night's game. Yeah, the Vegas Golden Knights. If they win that game, you're going to have a lot of naysayers coming out and going, "Well, hang on a minute here." Yeah, you know there there might be something to this. Well, let's just let's just say that they so they've won this game. Which puts them up to 17. Now they are sixth in the division. Or sixth in the uh, conference. No. Oh, I'm so wrong. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. There we go. I was like, <laughs> hang on a minute. There is no way. <laughs> okay. They are. 
How do you even word this? Okay. I am so Fuck wrong. This. They are three points out of a wild card spot now. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, three points out with St. Louis and Calgary taking both of them. Calgary at 21 points and St. Louis at 20 points. What are their records? Because I feel like that's probably an easier thing to follow. So the, um, what's the Canucks record as of right now Canucks after the win versus the Avalanche? Is seven wins, 10 losses, and three overtime losses. Okay. Uh, St. Louis has 10 wins, nine losses, and zero overtime losses. Interesting. Okay. And the Calgary Flames have nine wins, seven losses, and three overtime losses. Hmm. So let's just say that the Canucks win on Saturday against Vegas. That boosts them up to a point, one point out of the wildcard spot, which is crazy because, I mean, what, before this game, we're talking about tanking for Bedard. Well, I don't know. I think that that whole conversation's kind of started to taper off just because they have been turning things around a little bit. Yeah. Um, and also, here's the other thing, right? Like, October hockey is important, but it is not the be-all, end-all, right? Like, the season isn't over in October for a lot of teams. No. You know, like, you have time still. If this were December and we're still talking about maybe they should just tank for Bedard, that's another conversation. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I think there's still a ton of time for them to right the ship. Um, and, you know, I've been saying all season, like, I, I get a lot of hockey fans are panicking because they're not, they're not performing to the level that people wanted them to. Yep. But I don't think it's worth, you know, trading everyone and tearing the team down just quite yet. Give them some time. Let them work out the kinks get Demko back to being where he needs to be and where he's been for years. And then we'll talk about it. You know, if, if that team isn't good enough, then we'll talk about it. Yeah. A good way to, uh, to calm Canucks fans is probably the top three teams out of the Pacific this year or from the, at the start of the year were Calgary, Edmonton, and then a fight between Vegas, LA and Vancouver, right? Wait, what? Uh, like going into the season, people's predictions mm. for making the playoffs out of the Pacific. Yeah. Probably Calgary, Edmonton, and then yeah. third team, you can say. Yeah. Edmonton's out of a playoff spot right now. And yeah, Calgary is in a wild card spot. So the Edmonton's whole thing. out of a playoff spot? Yep. Wow. That's uh, crazy. It's, it's just like, yeah, it's all up in the air right now. Yeah. Um, same even in the East, like New Jersey being at the top, Detroit being at, in third place in the Atlantic, and yeah. Tampa being in a, in a wild card. Same with the New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's going to balance out eventually. All, teams always get off to hard starts. Yeah. Teams always get off to cold starts. Yeah. Think about the Buffalo Sabres. Every year yeah. for the last five years, they're the best team in hockey in, in October. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the year, they're trash. Yeah. So it, the other thing I wanted to mention is like, yes, the Canucks just beat the Colorado Avalanche, which is massive for them. But they also just finished beating the LA Kings, which is also massive considering where the LA Kings are in the standings. Yeah, these divisional games right? are going to be huge. So I, I don't know, man. Like I'm... I'm optimistic they can right the ship, but the trouble I'm having is that their play is still not at the level, right? Like, they're still making these mistakes. They're mm -hmm. still slowing down. They're still losing uh, the loose puck battles. That's the thing where they need to kind of, you know... Yeah, cleaning up the uh, exactly. the non-pretty things. Exactly. And when, when, the, when the other team kind of turns things on and they go, holy shit, okay, we need to get a goal here, and they really start to pour on the pressure, yep. the Canucks need to respond. Mm -hmm. and that's where they really need to figure it out, right? Because it especially was evident in the Vegas game, where the Canucks had that two-goal lead, and then Vegas was like, no, 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 no. And then they started to pour it on, and then the Canucks crumbled and fell apart. So that's where they really need to figure things out. Yeah. Uh, one of the other major rumors coming out about this game, uh, just before the game, was the fact that Bo Horvat might have been sitting out as the Avs are looking at him. 
as really? a potential trade uh, <laughs> candidate to fill that second line center. <laughs> That's funny. Wow, how good would he be on the abs? Yeah. It's just funny because, like, the Canucks just beat Yeah, them. literally <laughs> just played it. Like, just played a... Or yeah. he just had the biggest scouting opportunity possible. Yeah, and he scored. Yeah. <laughs> Leading or uh, really showing the league what's up, really showing the abs what's up, especially scoring in this game. Yeah, it's crazy to think that Bo Horvat, like, Bo Horvat, that's The man crazy. that cannot skate out of his draft year. Yeah, the guy that's, you know, arguably a second, third line center. Yeah, at best. Just Unbelievable. Stuff. It is. It's crazy. And I think... A lot of people are thinking, okay, well, you know, contract E or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, hopefully that isn't the case. And I mean, uh, the return on this guy. Yeah, so, okay, let me hear what the ter- yeah, return okay, for so Connor, or for Connor McDavid. Pretty uh, much Connor McDavid. Yeah, right, he's basically <laughs> yeah. Connor McDavid at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, Bo Horvat to the abs for... Samuel Girard is okay. the uh, main centerpiece. Really? Also with him is a guy that I've never heard of, but his name is... Olusan Oscar, who is the Avs' first round pick from last year, from the 2021 draft. 2021 draft. So that would have had them picking in like the it was like the 28th pick or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, still a first round pick. You never know. Um, Okay. And then a fourth liner, just uh, I think a salary cap thing or whatever. Okay. Didn't seem like it was anybody. Somebody like Cout or something like that. Oh, okay. And then uh, a mid. Uh, mid-round pick, so like third to wow, so third, four, four five. pieces. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I do think that you can get more from him if you wait a little bit longer, but then you also run the risk of him slowing down. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm a firm believer in best player. Like the best team that gets the best player in the trade wins the trade. Like that's yeah. That that's how I believe most trades most trades iron out. Mm-hmm. And. The gap between Sammy Gerard and Bo Horvat, massive, massive, super massive. And I'm sorry, but three maybe pieces that might work out and might play some games, yeah, doesn't fill the gap. For me, like obviously, Colorado's not going to give up a core piece for Bo Horvat. No, but I would be hoping for like at least a third liner. You know, I I think what we're looking at if Bo goes over there is Gerard. It, like the, for the star piece returning would be between Gerard, uh, Bowen Byram, or Newhook. Newhook isn't. I don't know. I think Newhook's a bit overrated, but I I do think that too. But I think that would be like the star piece coming back, uh-huh. like the main player coming back. And out of those three, I would take Gerard. Yeah, at like, this point in their yeah, careers, yeah, I would take Gerard. But I don't think Gerard's enough. No, I, I think, think a yeah. first round pick at least. I think the Canucks could definitely get more somewhere else. Here's my thing, though. The problem with trading in the NHL is that there will always be a team that will pay you more for a player that's in your division. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember, uh, I think it was uh, 2014, or 2013, when they traded for Bo Horvat for that pick? Did you know that the Oilers made a uh, proposition for Corey Schneider at at the draft? I do not remember. I was also 13, so I don't really remember that. (laughs) Well, anyway, so that year, the Oilers had the fifth overall pick in 2013. Okay. And they offered that pick, which was four picks higher and other pieces for Corey Schneider. And the Canucks turned it down for the ninth overall pick, which the difference between fifth and ninth is also massive. Massive. Anything in the fifth or in, in the top five. Anything in the top five is worth a lot. Yeah. Anyways, the Canucks turned it down. 
for just the ninth pick, which ended up being Bo Horvat and was a killer, you mm-hmm. know, home run because Corey Schneider turned to dust. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy to me that, like, in the NHL, teams are so afraid to trade within their division. I, I like, I, I understand your point of view, but also it is, like, you're facing that player way more often than if you trade him to, like, the East or something like that. But if the return is going to be way higher, what's the difference? Uh, yeah, that is right? true. I think teams are just scared that if the trade doesn't work out in their favor, then they look foolish, and then they have to keep seeing that trade looking foolish Yeah. to where if they trade it somewhere else... And yeah, it doesn't the turn guy. out, then yeah, it's kind of like, oh, like, let's just brush it under the rug. Forget about it. Yeah. But I, I do get, like, if Bull went to, like, let's say... For me, it's Edmonton. Like, I think the yeah. return they get from Edmonton would be massive for Bo Horvat. What would we get from them, though? Don't ask me that question. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm not prepared to give you an answer, but... Well, I, I think what we need is defensemen. And what do the Oilers not have? Defensemen. Yeah. I... The the team that have defensemen, maybe the Kings, but I don't see them getting rid of any of their young defensemen yeah. for Bo because even though they are in contentions, yeah. like they're they're ways away from becoming cup contenders. Yeah. There's certainly teams that are available to make trades. And I think it's interesting that we're talking about Bo Horvat as being this trade piece. I think his play makes other players expendable. And I think they need to look at moving them to re-sign Bo. The problem here, that I see anyway, is that Bo Horvat's camp wants way too much, right? They're looking at him having a career year, and they want him to be paid as what he's producing now um, and what they think he will produce moving forward. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I think, is if the Canucks wanted to re-sign him, they're going to have to move cap. Yep. So I think that makes, like, let's not beat around the bush. It makes Brock Besser expendable. Brock Besser, Connor Garland. Connor Garland, yeah. I like Connor Garland more than Brock Besser just because I think Connor Garland fills a need on this team that nobody else really has. Yeah, but like just like that, like five, six. Yeah, cap, okay, fine. Yeah, if we're talking about like yeah. pure numbers, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think so. I think Brock Besser being expendable because of Bohorvat's play, mm-hmm. right? Being able to put the puck in the back of the net because yeah. that's all they've really ever had Brock Besser for. Yeah, right. You're not keeping him because he's a great back checker, right? You're not keeping Brock Besser no. around because he's You're killing penalties. Score. You're paying him to score. Yeah, and right now he's not doing that. No. Nope. Um, so I think he becomes expendable, and I think you don't really care about the return too much on Brock Besser as long as you can move him, get a piece that might fit in your in your your decor, maybe like a second pairing guy, and then uh, and then you can re-sign Bo Horvat. The the only tough thing about trading Besser is we're trading him at probably his lowest value. But I don't think a player like Brock Besser is going to be traded with that lowest value in mind. Like, I think you can still get a decent return on him. You think so? Yes. I, I don't think that just because he's had a slow start to this season means that his value is that much lower. It would it would have to be, it wouldn't be a contending team. I think it would have to go to a rebuilding team. Exactly. That would take I, a chance on him. And, you know, I, I know what Marcus would say if he was here, because we've had this conversation with before, yeah. but the Minnesota Wild, right? Yeah. Like, they're the team that have been looking at him. They're a team that have a ton of defense. Yeah. I feel like there is a trade fit there that would solve a lot of issues. The problem is, is I'll admit this, I don't know their cap situation. So I don't know, yeah, if, they don't could, know if they could take Besser and then move us back a piece. Oh, um, no, they're in cap hell, because yeah. they are paying uh, that Parise. Yeah, the and, Parise and Sutter contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, there would have to be some things worked out there. Yeah, but we're not but. cap guys. We just like making fun trades. Yeah, that's exactly. That well, that's why we have Tyler, right? Yeah, yeah. Really crazy Tyler, fucking trades. Tyler's our uh, financial advisor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that guy's such a goof. 
Speaking of Tyler and being a goof. Yeah. <laughs> what's what does he say? What do you mean? What does Tyler say? No, no. What does Marcus say? Is like, what? What's the slogan to put you in? Nothing. Oh. It's just he presses the button. Nope. <laughs> no. no. You'll find it. Don't worry, Val. You'll find. It. No. No, not that button. No, no. You'll find. Jesus, you hit every button. Nope. It's the pink one. Christ. What a goof! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> one more button left. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. This is my segment, my part of the show. We're going to find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring up that story with, I guess this week's is just going to be with the producer. Just the boys. And then, uh, then we have a little chat about it. Anyway, so this week's goof of the week, man, this could be one of a million things. And I feel like, you know, Alex and I have the opportunity this week to actually talk about a few different stories. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you the biggest goof of the week. And then maybe we go through some of the contenders later because there's just some crazy stuff going on. A lot. Anyway, the biggest goof of this week has to be Team Argentine. No. <laughs> is that is that how you pronounce it? Argentine? Argentina. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like if you're from what? Argentina, if you're from Argentina, you're an Argentinian. I don't know. What is Argentine? Argentine? Argentina? Whatever. <laughs> That's worse than Donner. <laughs> what do you mean it is Donner? Okay, team Argentina, yeah. Okay, They're... well, the Argentines, the Argentinians, the Argentinians, the whatever. Messies. It has to be them this week. Right? Oh, 100%. Like, it, like, there's a million stories coming out of the World Cup, and it has to be this team. They were the absolute favorite. They were the... I mean, I think between them and Brazil, like yeah, these the two, two are the runaway favorites to win the World Cup. And they lost their first game to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. It is potentially the biggest upset mm -hmm. in international sports history. There this was, uh, is massive. There was a stat of, uh, it's called expected goals in soccer. Yep. And uh, I think Argentina was expected to have 2.5 goals or something. Okay. Saudi Arabia was supposed to have 0 0.2. Like, how? How does that happen? <laughs> like, it made no sense. Yeah. But I, that's what I love about sports. It's just, yeah. like, stories like these where just a complete underdog comes and yeah. upsets these, like, supposed to be top dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Absolutely crazy. No. Could not believe it. Oh, so many people's probably bets, parlays, all that oh just my God, absolutely yeah. sunk. Yeah. Like, do you, you probably don't know this, but do you know what the betting line was before the game for Saudi Arabia? No, but I would assume that it was close to the Canadian-Belgium. Really? And I know Canada was like six to one odds okay. to win the game. So Six to one isn't as big as I thought it'd be, to be honest with no, you. No, because you've also got the tie. So that takes a bunch of, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I but it's still, that. like, that's a lot of, like, just the odds of that, like, it's so slim, yeah. and they pulled it out. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't watch the game, but I saw some of the reaction, and, like, yeah. dude, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, I, could, I still can't believe it. Messi's a choke artist. Yeah, no kidding, hey? Can't wow. win it internationally. The, the thing here, though, is, like... It's not the end of the world, right? No. Like, they can still make it out of their group. Yeah, they're still going to, but it's just, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, you don't see that every day. No. And you got to talk about it. Exactly. Especially being, like, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Didn't even know they were in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I didn't think they were going to the World Cup either. 
but, but yeah. Wow, what an upset. Okay, so here's the other thing that I'm thinking, right? Yeah. So <laughs> when it comes to FIFA, a lot of corruption related stuff with FIFA. Have you watched the documentary about him? I haven't, but I've heard about it. Yeah, that's good. I, I do. I plan on watching it. So the thing with FIFA and like the whole corruption thing, is there a chance that this has something to do with, you know, corruption interests? It's tough to say that. I mean, there's always speculation about, you know, yeah. I mean, what was it in the uh, first game? The, uh, the Qatar game? Yeah. Qatar-Ecuador? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like rumored that players were getting paid half a million dollars to yeah. let Qatar win or something like that. Yeah. And wasn't the first goal of the tournament called off? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like overturned for offside. And it was yeah. like clearly not offside. No. I mean, yeah. the FIFA, like, I, I recommend anybody go watch that documentary because there's so much shade in yeah. like the FIFA company. Yeah. Like it. I Yeah. You got to go watch it. But. You can always speculate. There's you're never gonna be able to prove anything, but it's fun to speculate. It's fun to like look at it and be like, wow, like yeah. that really looks like there's something shady going on. Yeah. And like honestly, this is a perfect opportunity for us to move towards some of the other like contending goof of the weeks. Yeah. Like I know you had a story you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So I'll let you do that. Well, almost. I mean, it's kind of a goof of a week. Uh, I'll I'll just I'll explain it. So yeah. so Qatar obviously hosting the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, back in September, something like that. Uh. They came out and said they were going to be serving alcohol at the games uh, because okay, yeah. Budweiser is like one of the number one sponsors for FIFA. Yeah, aren't they the the second highest paying sponsor behind like Coca Cola? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know, they paid like seventy five million to sponsor. Seventy five million dollars, yeah, like a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Um, turns out that Qatar went back on their word, not serving any alcohol in any of the stadiums. That's tough. Super that's tough. tough. That's a long. That's a long ninety minutes yeah. of sitting in a very yeah. uncomfortable seat with people yelling at you in random languages. <laughs> yeah, completely uh, sober. Yeah. So I would be choked if I was Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, but they took the information, turned it into something so cool. Okay. So what Budweiser is doing is with all the beer that they were going to send to Qatar. Yeah. Uh, since they're not doing that, they're going to hold all that beer, and then whatever team wins the World Cup. Is gonna get sent all that beer and they're gonna have a party. Really? Yeah. Super cool. Super. That is an awesome. way to just flip a crappy story and yeah. just make it into something so cool. That is so cool. It will suck if Qatar wins the World Cup because they're not gonna get any of the beers. <laughs> yeah, like Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> so we're rooting for somebody for a. Yeah, for come a team on, Canada. That, yeah, yeah. We want a Budweiser party. Yeah. Oh my God. Canada would be the perfect country to win that, though. Oh my God. <laughs> It would yeah. suck because it would be in Toronto, though. Be in how Brampton. Could, how could it not be just in like each of the biggest cities? Yeah. You have seventy-five million dollars sponsor. You have all this beer. Yeah, you know, spread the wealth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no in Saskatchewan. Oh, okay, forget that. <laughs> you know, I saw a stat that like uh, I think a third of the players are from one city in Toronto. Yeah, they're from Hamilton. Oh, I thought it was Brampton. Or no, it is Brampton. Yeah, it's That's Brampton. right. It's Brampton. Brampton. Isn't that crazy? It was super weird. Yeah. I, like I don't know Toronto that well, but isn't Brampton? Brampton's not super big. Uh, no, but it is one of the bigger suburbs in, in the GTA. If you had to compare it to a city in, uh, like the lower mainland, what would you compare it to? Uh, I guess if like you had to compare it to a city in greater Vancouver, I'd say maybe like Surrey. Yeah. Like okay. it's, it's big. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. got a big population. Mm -hmm. Not uh, the biggest, but it is like one of the bigger yeah. outskirts. Well, obviously. Yeah. City. Like Toronto's right yeah, there, yeah. but yeah, it's definitely one of the bigger, um, suburbs. And like, obviously if it has a third of, of, you know, yeah. team Canada on the soccer team coming out of there for me, the weird thing is like, 
I always assume, and I feel like a lot of people look at Canada as like a you know a northern country. You play winter sports, and so to have this like pretty decent you know soccer team, yeah, exactly a decent mm-hmm. soccer team coming out of here. It just I don't know. It feels weird, but it was super cool. I was at work today, and um, we're working at like uh, by a mall, and they have a okay. uh, they have like a screen going around that just says like the mall's name. Oh yeah, and then all of a sudden they just put on the soccer game. <laughs> and then just crowds of people just started walking and then we're all just standing there watching like the last five minutes of the game oh yeah it was so cool just like like you just like you're watching the soccer game and then you look around and there's more and more people are just coming yeah and then they're all just throwing their hands in the air because like refs are making bad calls and stuff yeah. like that it was just super cool yeah that is super cool um <laughs> i was at uh i was at a, a grocery store today and i was walking well i was at a store today and i was walking through like the electronics department yeah and one of the like display tvs Oh, had the it? game on oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was funny as it was like right at the front of the store uh-huh. so people that were like you know just coming into the store would see it and they'd all get kind of like pulled in yeah. and all watching the game <laughs> on this tv and it's like 10 a.m this <laughs> is awesome man yeah, that's the it's one awesome. tough thing about this world cup is the games are in the middle of the work day yeah yeah actually my bad it would have been closer to noon because the game mm. was at 11 but whatever but yeah, yeah still same thing. it is tough right like i know there's a game this sunday i think i think it's when the canadians play the croatians I think that oh, one's yeah, on I think Sunday. You might be right, yeah. That one's going to be huge. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it's also the last game of the round robin. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Or okay. at least for Canada. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong about that too. I know, because they play Morocco and Croatia. I yeah, just don't know when the games are. still Morocco and Croatia, yeah. They should beat Morocco. Um, but yeah, Croatia is going to be the one where like... Yeah, that's going to be a I big game. I think it's going to be a lot tighter than people think. Croatia did just tie Morocco. Yeah. So you never know. But I think that game is going to be really tight. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing who pulls through in that one. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. even like they interviewed the Belgian players after the Canadian game. Yeah. And they were just nonstop praising the Canadian players. Yeah. Like they were like, we got lucky to get out of this with yeah. a win. Yeah. Like they hemmed us, like just nonstop congratulating. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. No, yeah, it was. It was a super great game. And now the Can- uh, Canadians have a little bit of a break yeah. before their next game. And I think we should take a bit of a break here, too. Sounds good. So we will head to break, um, and we'll catch you guys on the other side with just a ton more to talk about. And I hope you're enjoying the uh, Jake and Producer (laughs) show. (laughs) So we'll catch you on the other side after another quick word from those guys. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy Drink. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. I'm not saying your stupid line, Marcus. Um, and as always, in lieu of a fake sponsor this week, we here at Vancouver Boys Studios would like to acknowledge that this month is November. November is and always has been an incredible campaign run every November to raise awareness for men's cancers and more broadly, men's health issues. As men who have all lost men in our lives way too early, November is a campaign that we fully support. And should you choose to make any sort of donation, you can find the link to their website in our bio, on Instagram, through our link tree. And since this will be the last time that we talk about Movember, we just want to thank everyone who has made a donation or participated in the Movember campaign this month, and we look forward to when we all do it again next year. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name, don't wear it out. Man, we gotta sign this guy to a 6x6. Six six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Alright, welcome back. It's the second half of the uh, Producer and Jake show. Flying through it. We are tearing through this episode. Yeah, we don't even need them. No, right? Uh, changing the show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to call it? 
Vancouver boys? Yeah, can I be a host though? <laughs> no. <laughs> Forever the producer. Barely not the intern anymore. <laughs> but we are better without them. I agree. And you know who else is doing real good? Who's doing well? The New Jersey Devils. Oh, man. Besides tonight's game. Yeah. Ends the 13, or oh. wins the win streak at 13 games. Yeah. After three disallowed goals. Really? Yeah. I didn't see this. Yeah, three disallowed goals ended 2-1 in overtime, oh, I believe. Oh, that's tough. It's crazy. Fans were throwing trash on the ice. Yeah. Well, because they could have broken their uh, franchise record for, yeah. for wins in, in a row. I think it was 2001, 2002, that season. Yeah. They had, like 13 wins in a row. Like Who would have thought? <laughs> like the New Jersey Devils yeah. coming hey, out. Hey, I called it. Yeah, you were hot on them, but 13-game yeah. win streak. That's, yeah, uh, yeah I don't think tough. anybody predicted that, but. Oh, God, no. No, yeah. but a crazy team, crazy run. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, super sad way to see it go. And, of course, the Maple Leafs are the ones to beat them. Oh, God. Of course. Yeah, I know. Just goes with the storyline of the Maple Leafs. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but that's tough. Three disallowed goals. I don't think, I've never seen that many disallowed goals. In yeah, man, I wish I'd watched that game. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it either, but uh, I saw Craig Button talk about it a little bit. Apparently, yeah. all three were the right call. They were all yeah should have been disallowed. Okay, uh, but yeah, fans throwing trash on the ice like it's tough. But like, come on, yeah, you gotta show a little respect. Your team is doing amazing. Yeah, like I know you're throwing it at the ref or whatever, but like, yeah. if they were three disallowed goals that were correctly called, yeah, you just gotta accept it. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's the tough part, right? Is like. Yeah, as a fan, like that's kind of what you do. But at the same time, he's just doing his job. And if he got the if he got the call right, he got the call right. Yeah. But it, the other thing is, like, you should never throw anything on the ice. No. The, there's only two occasions where it's okay to throw something. I want to know ice. what it is because I, I have one in a two in mind. I want to see if okay. it's the same. One of them is when a player gets a hat trick. Okay, I like, went down a completely different avenue. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, no, but you go, you go. Like, throw your hat. Yeah, Please yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. I don't care what the reason is. You throw that hat, and if you don't, you're a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the second occasion is if you were either exactly the Detroit Red Wings or the yeah. Nashville Predators. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Nashville has one? Yeah. What's Nashville's? They throw a catfish. They throw a catfish? They throw a catfish on the ice. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I knew the, the octopus. Yeah, the Red Wings throw an octopus. And the Predators throw a catfish. Oh, I was thinking of the Panthers. The Panthers? Yeah, they throw uh, rats on the ice. They throw rats on You've the never ice? seen that clip? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a... Oh, fuck. It's from a while ago, but yeah. yeah. Uh, they, it, threw... they won or, or something. It's, okay. it's the same as Detroit where they throw the octopus. Yeah. But just like a million plastic or stuffed plastic ra- uh, mouse or, or uh, rats just chucked onto the ice. Like the goalie's hiding underneath the net. Like really? It's insane. I gotta see this, man. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm surprised you've never seen it. It's, no. it's in like the TSN top tens sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I remember there was a game like years ago in Philadelphia where like every fan was given a bracelet or something, like an oh, orange yeah, bracelet, yeah. and they threw those on the ice. Oh, okay, okay. So, but like they shouldn't have. That's why no. it's not on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but man, rats. That's. Mm, I think that's it's a weird. tradition. Were they playing the Bruins or something? I have no idea. Let's huh. see. Let me search it up. Well, anyway, so. Keep your stuff off the ice unless the player gets a hat trick or you're the Red Wings or Predators. Yeah. Um, another team that I want to talk about that's doing surprisingly amazing. Okay. Uh, I guess you can't even say surprising anymore, but the Boston Bruins are it, still leading the NHL. It is insane. Absolutely like it, insane. It is insane to me. Like coming into this season, 
no chance I even had them making the playoffs. No, like I, I did not have them making. I the thought playoffs. this was the end. The like the run was good, but it's over yeah. now. And the fact that they're first in the NHL with this crazy record. Yeah, I am. I, I'm. I'm beyond words. Like I. I don't know what to say. What is it now? What like seventeen and three? Yeah, there's currently seventeen and three. Like that is w- what? Yeah, do the Boston ha- Bruins. Do they have any OTLs? No, none. That is just crazy. Just straight seventeen and three. Yeah, and Linus Allmark's stats are. Uh, insane yeah. too. He's got like a 940 save percentage. Like, nobody expected this coming into the season. The exactly. roster, the roster is the exact, or pretty much the they exact same roster. Yeah, who's you know? like 37. Yeah, like he he's was not making the difference. Yeah, he was in the friggin' K last year. Like yeah. it's it's crazy the fact that this organization has turned around with you know adding seemingly nothing. No, it's insane. This makes a I forget the coach's name from last year. Bruce Cassidy. Bruce Cassidy makes him look so bad. It, it would if he wasn't having such a good start to the season. He's I guess that's true. Because Vegas was also an organization where people were like, "Yeah, they're not gonna look very good." Yeah. And they come in and they're doing great. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think honestly, I think it's it, it's it's it, it, it's speechless. Like, exactly. Like, like, like it's it's insane. It, they've added virtually nothing. They're such an old roster. Yeah, they came into the season missing huge pieces. Yeah. Didn't didn't change anything. They had those huge pieces come back way earlier than expected, mm-hmm. and to build on what they had, like it's just been such a cool season. I don't think they're making it fast past the first round, but yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. it's been a crazy, crazy season for them so far. No, but it, it's like, do they continue this? I know they're not going to continue going like seventeen and three, but do yeah, they no. continue being, let's say, in the top five of the NHL? I think it'd be hard for them to not right, like but. just with like the momentum they've got. The players, like even though they're old, like Brad Marchand's still a good player. Patrice Bergeron's still a good player. They're in the best division. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. Who would have thought? Yeah, Boston Bruins leading the NHL. Uh, one player I want to talk about. Okay, that especially because Marcus isn't here, so we can actually talk about him. <laughs> is the youngest or the quickest defenseman to 200 points kale mccarr kale mccarr yeah i know he gets so much praise uh-huh. but he is so damn good yeah and i know he's playing on a good team but he's still like like the fastest defenseman to 200 points like he is a generational defenseman yeah like we're watching that in front of us like we have the Connor mcdavid who is a an actual generational yeah. player, but I think you can put Kale McCarr as another generational talent. Yeah, a lot of people have Kale McCarr in their like top three in the league right now. I think Gretzky said he was the best player in the NHL. Really? Yeah, I, I, I didn't see that. Could but be wrong, but I think he said it at the start of the season. I and it might have be, been just a joke. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I, I don't think he's. <laughs> I don't think he's better than Gretzky. But you mean McDavid? Or uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. McCarr better than Gretzky. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, just insane stuff going on over there. Like, oh yeah, and he's a fifth overall pick, uh, fourth, third, fourth, fourth. And who did yeah. we take after him? Pedersen. Pedersen was fifth that year, twenty seventeen. Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? I think the twenty was the twenty seventeen draft. The Heischer, Nolan, Heiskanen, Makar. Yeah, Pedersen? that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> But you know what's funny is like for a long time a lot of people thought Pedersen was the undisputed first overall pick out of that draft or oh, yeah. in a redraft. But now it's like uh no. <laughs> well people were even saying that a Heiskanen was the best defenseman to come out of that draft. Right, yeah. And just look nope. at him now, yeah. yeah. It, it is crazy. Like the other thing that you know I have a ton of respect for Kale McCarr for because it's like it's one thing for a defenseman to have a ton of points mm-hmm. because it's like 
maybe they're just a very offensive minded defenseman. Maybe they were a forward for a lot of years. Yeah. And, you know, they, they play well with the puck. So they, you know, they rush the puck a lot. It's another thing to be as good as he is on both ends of the Oh, ends. yeah. He's an amazing, like, defensive yeah. defenseman. Yeah. Like, he's he got the offensive game. He's got the defensive yeah. game. He's got the vision. He's great. He's, he's a full 200 foot player. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you just I don't s- get that. However, I still think that he absolutely robbed um, Roman Yossi of the, of the <laughs> Norris last year. Like that, I I do me I do off. think that it was Roman Yossi's year because Makar's gonna win another one eventually. Yeah. It's kind of like what they did with uh, Flurry, how they kind of like uh, when he won the Vesna two years ago or whatever. Oh, in Vegas. Yeah, like he didn't really deserve it, but he was no. like he's been good for so long that like you kind of just got to give it to him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was Roman Yossi's year. I will give it to you. So disrespectful. <laughs> whatever. But yeah, Kale Makar, the undisputed, I think now. Best top defenseman, defenseman in the NHL. most valuable defenseman in the league because I think that the the whole title of being the best defenseman is such a fluid title because like depend like right now it's Eric Carlson like look at the start of the mm. season he's yeah, had that's fair right like it's a it's a very fluid title but like the most valuable defenseman in the league is hands down yeah Kale McCarr like no questions asked yeah yeah I would agree with that do you think Colorado would be as good as they are if you took if you took like, well let, let's say Let's be Marcus for right now. Okay. Uh, Makar on the Canucks. How are they looking? In a playoff spot. Hughes on the Avs. How are they looking? Out of a playoff spot. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Marcus in his car just punching the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely heated right now. Yeah. Sorry, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think um I think that yeah, the conversation of who should have won the Calder, yeah, that's dead. Yeah. Theory. <laughs> it's not really talks. Uh one play you did bring up, Eric Carlson, yeah. still absolutely lighting the league up. It's insane. It's so weird how this guy went from being the most overpaid, you know, joke of a defenseman yeah. to now all of a sudden being this absolutely superstar. Yeah. I mean not he's not living up to his contract by no. any means, but like yeah, after as soon as they trade Burns away, like he just absolutely yeah. emerged. Weird. Twenty one games played, eleven goals, eighteen assists, twenty nine points. Like that's insane. absolutely insane, dude. Fantasy must be going crazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's man. fifth in the league in points right now. Yeah, as a defenseman. Yeah, that's as a defenseman. Ridiculous. And tied for ninth in goals as a defenseman. Like just absolutely insane stuff. This year has been. Off to a, a crazy start. Yeah. Like nobody predicted anything. Yeah. Stats-wise, records-wise, yeah. where teams are in the standings. Like, this is why I love hockey. Yeah, can't like, predict anything. Like, in the NBA, this shit doesn't happen. No. Nope. Right? Like, it only happens in the NHL, and it is awesome. I love it. And also because we could be sitting here in January, and the landscape of the NHL looks completely different. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I mean, that's the, that's the thing, like... Even though, like, we have these, like, absolute powerhouse teams, like, let's say, I guess, yeah, no, uh, let's say Dallas right now is first in the Central. Are they really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's say they lose their next two games. Yeah. They drop to a wild card spot. <laughs> That's great. They drop four spots yeah. in their division. Like, it, it, it's so close. That's yeah. why I love the start of the season. Yeah. Because games, like, it, it's so funny because... People always say that, like, 
you got to play super hard to the end because like that's when the games matter. Yeah, the games at the start matter just as much as the games <laughs> yeah. at the end. Like you yeah. lose a game, like you lose your first game. Yeah, and you could miss the playoffs by like one game. Yeah. And it, and it comes all the way back to that very first game. Yeah. Like, it all really matters. Well, think about last season in Vancouver, mm-hmm. right? They missed the playoffs because of October, November. Yeah. They win two or three more of those games, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. It was something like, uh, as soon as Boudreaux came in, like, yeah. from that time in the NHL, like, they were a top five team or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. it, all the games matter. I think... Uh, I can't remember exactly, but I think it was they had the best record in their division. Or no, they were tied with Calgary. For like the best division yeah, or the best like record that. in their division mm-hmm. um, from December 1st to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like it's, it's, I mean, it's why we do this podcast, man. It's just hockey so unpredictable and we love it. Uh, one last thing I want to touch on before we jump into the inbox. Sure, uh, yeah. Something I found was a list of the free agency goalies coming up next year. Oh, goalies who are up for, yeah, their goalies contracts are up for a contract coming okay, up this year. Yeah. yeah. And there is a lot of very good goaltenders. Goalie talk. I love talking about goalies. Yes. So okay. the absolute best goalie on the market coming up yeah. is the New York Islanders goaltender. Ilya Sorokin. Corey Schneider. What? <laughs> no, no, I didn't know he was on there, but yeah. Yeah, I think he got picked up on like waivers or something. Uh, no, the, probably the, the headliner. In my opinion, there's a couple that you could uh, say. Okay. Uh, Tristan Jari up for a contract. Really? Yeah. Jari's up, eh? Interesting. You know he has the, I think it's the highest saves above expected in the NHL. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely kept Pittsburgh afloat, even though they're not doing as good as they were at the start. But, yeah, you know, he's still been playing pretty decent. Yeah, man, the ball is still very much up in the air with that team. Oh, yeah. He has to stay consistent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they need a good Colton. That's really there. interesting because I didn't realize this was a contract year for him. No. Wow. Yeah, there's a couple. Okay. Uh, Frederick Anderson's up for a contract. I mean, playing on one of the top teams in the NHL. Yeah. Um, I know he's not a crazy, like, you take him out of Carolina, he's probably not going to do as oh, good. Oh, God, no, yeah. Uh, but his stats are going to be uh, inflated playing on Carolina. I think he could he could probably get, like, a Jack Campbell contract. Yeah, you know? or like... Uh, like, he does well in Carolina, and then yeah. he goes to, like, I don't know, Dallas. Or, no, mm-hmm. why would Dallas sign him? They have Ottinger. Anyway, he goes to, like, some other team that doesn't have a goalie. They sign him for way too much, and then he's a bum. Yeah, it'll be, like, another... Uh, the Colorado goalie that we just talked about. That we just talked about? Francis? No. Uh, oh, Grubauer. Grubauer, yeah. It'd be yeah. like another Grubauer goal. Exactly. From they like play a Stanley a good Cup team. team. Exactly. They do well, and then you know if they're a bum. Uh, one interesting one is Mackenzie Blackwood. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jumping out of nowhere, kind of having this, uh, this I guess, yeah, contract yeah. year. Playing, yeah. not playing crazy, but playing well. He is playing really well in yeah. the games he's in, but the problem is, is that New Jersey has the best problem you can have, and it's that they have two goalies that are doing equally as well right. as the other, right? Like Vitek Vanacek is putting up starting numbers mm-hmm. as a as a tandem goalie. And so is Blackwood, you know? So it's not like they like need him, but like yeah. It, well, they definitely won't re-sign him if if Vitek Vanacek yeah, plays as playing. well as he's been playing. But yeah, uh, like Blackwood is definitely a goalie that I think teams that don't have a goalie should be looking to trade to sign and trade for. Yeah. Do you, have you ever seen a Vitek Vanacek's Instagram? Mm-mm. They, he's the funniest guy. Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll, let me read the uh, caption for you. The What, like on his most recent post or something? Yeah, so I guess he posts like maybe like once a week or something. I'm not okay, too yeah. sure. Or posts after wins or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, So this was... I'm not sure when this was, but... So this is the caption. It's a photo of him making a save. Okay. It says, hey guys, from the amazing Canada, 
After a short break, I'm back in the goalie net and I'm really enjoying it. Important 10th win in a row, this time in Montreal, 5 to 1. Hope to see you in Toronto on Thursday. Thanks, team and fans. Hashtag New Jersey Devils, hashtag NHL, hashtag Devs, hashtag Ice Hockey, hashtag fans, hashtag team, hashtag I'm back, hashtag Hockey Life, hashtag <laughs> NHL goalie, hashtag Canada. What the hell? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my God, man. Just an absolute character. Just another yeah. another perfect description of a goaltender. Oh yeah, just being a weirdo. Yeah. Oh um, man. What is it with these guys, man? Like they they come over here and they just don't know how to no <laughs> yeah, active in social media. It's, oh, it man. makes for great characters. Oh, it just reminds me of the Capo Caco thing. Yeah. Wow, City great. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, very, very nice. But yeah, like I don't get it, but man, if you're playing as well as he has though, pfft. Uh, one guy that's kind of up for a contract, Craig Anderson, uh, coming okay. to, well, what we thought was last year, probably the career end, but comes yeah. back for one more season. Yeah. Has a pretty decent year. Yeah. He's okay. But pretty, he's been okay in the games yeah. he's played, right? Like, and that's kind of what you want from a backup. So mm. do you think maybe he'd come back as a backup next season? I don't know. 41 years old playing as a backup goaltender in Buffalo. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think, you know, he hasn't had a crazy, uh, career. Been decent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's not. He was, he was pretty good when he was in Ottawa, though. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to the Hall of Fame or anything like oh, that. God, but no. like, you know, he might get service. retired in Ottawa, though. You think so? It's possible. Like, they've been retiring numbers all over the league. I know I everyone likes to chirp me because oh, Nashville, you know, raising yeah. banners and all that crap. But like around the league, they've been raising numbers like crazy lately. Like you see, Marion Hosa's getting his number retired in Chicago. He was yeah. there for like five years anyway. Um, so who knows? Like they might raise his number in Ottawa. You know, he's part of the you know, the, the team for almost 10 years. Um, it would, it, maybe they'll do it. Who knows? But in terms of like where he is right now in his career, I wouldn't be all too surprised if he goes back to Ottawa as a backup, but that'd be the only thing I could imagine happening. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely could see that happening. Sorry. One thing I, I completely, you just remind me of, of saying that like he might get his Jersey number retired. Do you know who the Ottawa centers just retired? Like which number? Oh man, I did see this. I should know it. I'm a fan of the friggin' team. Um, it was someone that played with Alfredson, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they played on the same line. He was more of a no. Uh, he was on the team at the same time. Yeah, yeah. He was a third, fourth liner. <laughs> he got his number retired. Oh yeah, it was Neil. Yeah, Chris Neil yeah, getting Chris his jersey Neil. number retired. Yeah. Must okay. be the lowest number of points to get a jersey <laughs> retired. Okay, here's the thing though. That guy was the definition of heart and soul guy. Oh, 100%. Like, he was a huge part of that team. Uh, massively respected uh, yeah. f- figure in the community. I think he's also from Ottawa. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I think he was born and raised in Ottawa and played on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who to compare him to for, like, Vancouver. I was going to say uh, Manny Malhotra, maybe. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe more like Brendan Morrison. You know, like a local guy. But okay. like. But no, because they played a completely different game. Yeah, like he was more of like just like yeah, just the heart and soul grinder, exactly. do whatever. Yeah, and like v- like incredibly dedicated to that team. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can't really think of. Yeah, he played like one. thirteen seasons or something with them. So yeah, he was there for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. anyway, yeah, it, it is funny, but like I kind of get it. Uh, yeah, I think if you asked somebody from Ottawa that followed the team throughout yeah. that whole run, they would probably be like, yeah, like that would make sense. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another goaltender who was kind of later in the age, 
but could probably be a really good backup on a contending team is Jonathan Quick. Quickster's up for his contract. Yeah. Right? Wow. I think that could be a really sneaky good pickup for a contending team. Yeah, because he's been like obviously he hasn't been as good as he was in the early 2010s no. when they won their cups, but like he's still a great goalie. Yeah, the past two years he's kind of had a revamp. Like I know he splits the games with uh, I think it's Cal Peterson. Yeah, Cal Peterson. Yeah. Um, but still, like he he's not playing bad. He's got yeah. that uh, Stanley Cup already in his bag. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So bringing so, him to a team like yeah. New York. Yeah, I'm trying to. Well. I don't think they really need a goalie. But. No, no, just just as like a backup, somebody in the locker room, play a couple games, but just has that like mentality. See, I think he still has starting pedigree, but I think just think he has to play on a team that's got really solid defense, like really solid defense. Yeah, and I think he could be like I'm thinking Minnesota, maybe. Like no. they've got they've got solid defense, man. I don't think I think he only goes to a team to compete, or he stays in LA. Well, I think I think Minnesota can compete. You think he, they can compete for a cup with Quick as their goal? I think more than they can compete with Flurry. But, you know, everyone well, yeah. put me on record as being a hater of Flurry. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, I think he could be a, a definite upgrade over Flurry, and I think he'd help their team. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't see him. I just think he's been a lifer at the Kings, and I, the only way I see him leaving yeah, is no, if wait. he's going to, like, a certified, like, Colorado or something like that. Yeah, he would be a crazy good fit yeah. for Colorado. They've got a phenomenal decor. But he would have to sign, like, a team-friendly deal. And yeah, it would be, uh, yeah, it'd be a league minimum for sure. Yeah, I know. One that would be kind of interesting because they're having an okay season, but like they're also just like kind of screwed. But I don't know; they they can make some things work with the cap. Is the Kraken? Yeah, you know, I think if if they kind of move some money around, made like a a future trade, you know, like traded away some futures, they could possibly you know move some stuff around to bring him in. And I think he'd be a good fit out yeah. there. I mean, they're top ten defense, top ten in the league right now. Um, yeah, they're third in the Pacific. Yeah, they're super yeah. young team too. So bringing that veteran presence. Uh, just to kind of like set the tone, uh, teach these kind of young guys what it is, how to act when you win, how to win, yeah, and how to just like hold yourself. Yeah, never well, hurts of to bring something, something like that. Yeah, no, of course. Um, also, Quickster is a guy that you know grew up playing for Daryl Sutter, so it's like yeah. you know that Hard-o. he knows what he you know he knows how to conduct himself. Yeah, and bringing that to a team like Seattle, where you, like you mentioned, they do have some younger guys, they do have some older guys too, but like, but just helps know. set the culture. Like, Seattle exactly. doesn't have a culture. setting the culture. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. He's definitely a good culture guy. Also, speaking of Seattle, this is a bit of a, a tangent. We can touch on it briefly, but I think it's mm-hmm. important. Do you know um, that right now is, like, the women... It's called the Women's Rivalry Series is going on right now in Seattle? And it was Team Canada and Team USA. They played against each other. Okay. And the U.S. beat Canada 4-2. Okay. Right? It was this really good game. I watched the highlights from it. Didn't mm-hmm. watch the game, of course. Anyway, so watch the, the highlights. It had the highest attendance any women's game has had in U.S. on U.S. soil in history. Really? Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. Yeah. It's like beats out Salt Lake City Olympics, you know, beats out any of the other, you know, uh, world championship games, uh, any of that. And Random. yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, hey? Yeah. I never even heard of that was a yeah. thing. So that's so, cool. So yeah, that was in Seattle. I think it was today. Huh. So Wednesday. Yeah. Anyway, quick side note, but yeah, kind of neat. Um, well, we can stay on Seattle. Okay. Uh, Martin Jones is up for a contract. He's <laughs> having an absolute bounce back here. Yeah, keeping I mean, Seattle afloat. They're, like he's not an all-star goalie, but definitely making a name for himself to get a, a bit of a payday, or at least to get another contract. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but with him, like we got to see some consistency, right? Yeah. If they make the playoffs, sure. But if they miss, which come on, like they probably will miss. Yeah. Um, then obviously there's some some. Yeah, I'll look at that again. Yeah, but we'll see. Um. Yeah. So a lot of good goaltenders up for contract this coming season. 
what team do you think should take the biggest uh, leap to go sign one of these good goalies? The Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, yeah. it, we, dude, we've been talking about this team for years about how they have terrible goaltending, and if they could upgrade their goalie situation, they might actually do something in the playoffs. Yeah. And then they go out and get worse every year. Yeah, so it's like, it's, that is fair. It's like, figure it out, you know? Like, it's not that hard. You know, you've had no goalie since, like, f- Curtis Joseph in the 90s. Like, they have not had a goalie in Toronto, right? I think goalies are almost, like, scared to go to Toronto. Like, just because of wouldn't the backlash. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would probably put them number one on, like, a no team, like, a one-team one no train, no train Toronto list. Maple Leafs. Yeah. I get that, but, just like... like, the backlash they receive, the media over there, yeah. like, it's insane. Yeah, having to deal with the diva that is Austin Matthews. Yeah. I know. It's, it's pretty crazy, but, like, in terms of hockey, like... Yeah, just it, on a hockey level, they yeah. need a goalie the, the baddest. Yeah. And it's, like, I don't think it would be that hard to move one of their bigger money guys to make some space for a goalie that's coming up this offseason. Oh, no, 100%. Because you know? they're good. Like, unless they prove everyone wrong and they actually make a run in the playoffs, like, it's not that hard to figure out the problem. No, I think... You know what I mean? Yeah, if they don't make it past the first round, one of their top four is gone. And if they don't, they are so stupid. Well, they But they won't, dude. Like... They, we talk about this every year, yeah, and it never happens. I mean, granted, like this season is going to be a little bit different because Muzzin's out long term, Morgan Riley's out for a little while. Uh, was it Brody? TJ Brody, I think he's out for a bit too. Okay. So like their decor is now completely diminished, yeah, and they're going to have to survive for a while without those guys. But again, like we're going to see eventually that it is again going to be the goaltending that lets them down. Which it I, I guess is. I shouldn't say that because it hasn't been the goaltending exactly that's let them down every year, but it definitely hasn't done them any favors. It hasn't it stolen games or anything like ex- that. And that's what needs to happen in yeah. the playoffs, right? Anyway. No, they gotta they gotta hit on a goalie. Yeah. They gotta make a move. They need it's it's a position that every year we talk about. It's the same as the Canucks with defensemen. Every year. Yep. What's the Canucks problem? Defensemen. Every year. What's Toronto's problem? Goalies. <laughs> exactly, right? It seems so simple. Yeah. And I I'm not a GM. I'm happy I'm not a GM. Yeah. But I don't see why the GM can't just say problem, cause, solution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. But I guess when you're dealing with millions of dollars and... Yeah, there's probably know, a little bit more to it. A little it. bit more sweat <laughs> on the brow from that. But anyway. Um, well, you know what you do if you're sweating? What? What do you do? You jump. You jump? Into a pool. Into a Called pool. an inbox. <laughs> Flawless transition. Oh, first try. <laughs> you got the right button, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I let it go, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I'll take a look at what we got in the inbox here. Um, thanks again, to everyone, for sending in your questions. And uh, one thing that Alex and I thought we would do, because obviously, um, you know, we, uh, we get an inbox every week, and so we can kind of look at what we're going to get before we record, is we sent the questions that you guys put in our inbox to Marcus and Tyler to get their take. So for all the questions that were sent in before we started recording, uh, you know, they got they got to send us their take. So I think we'll start with this question. It says, why is Jack Rathbone not playing over Riley Stillman? So before we give you our take, this is what Marcus said on the topic, okay? Rathbone not playing is dangerous. DiPietro got his career taken from him because the Canucks kept him on the sidelines. 
Vancouver needs to respect Rathbone enough to either trade him, play him, or send him down. Keeping him as a healthy scratch and sitting in the press box has to be the worst possible scenario. So the point there is, is that Stillman playing over Rathbone is the wrong decision. And I kind of agree. As much as I like Stillman, and I think that he can be a consistent body on the back end for the Canucks, he's not worth destroying the potential career that Rathbone has in front of him. I agree with that. I've said it before. I don't think Rathbone fits on this team. I think we need to package him and a Besser or a Garland to get a a more defensive-minded defenseman. Okay. Uh, Rathbone, to me, is another Quinn Hughes. And one of the problems we always have is who to pair with Quinn Hughes. I don't, I think he will be wasted. I don't think he'll play top line minutes. I think he'll probably play on the Canucks bottom pairing. And he is an offensive defenseman. He needs the ice time. Our third line team partners should be defensive minded. I think that Rathbone paired with Garland, paired with Besser, will bring in a way better fit for what we need. That's just my view on it. I, I love the guy. He seems like a really good defenseman. I think he'll flourish somewhere else. I just don't think the Canucks is a right fit for him. Yeah, there was a guy the Canucks had a couple of years ago. I forget his name, but then they moved him to like Chicago. Got that? Uh, no, it was a defenseman. Anyway, but it was kind of the same situation. I'm sure Canucks fans out there are screaming his name. And I'm yeah. just, Fors, something Forsberg, maybe? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, so but it was kind of the same situation. It was like here, he wasn't doing that well. He was kind of, you know... Uh, coming in and out of the lineup, and it really wasn't getting much time at all. Yeah. They moved him, and he started to actually turn into a bit of a good piece mm-hmm. in Chicago, and then eventually he got moved out of there too. Um, but I think Rathbone's kind of the same thing, where it's like he's just he he wasn't really catching on in the NHL, yeah. and uh, putting him back to the minors doesn't really feel like the right decision. So no, it, he's an NHL defenseman for sure. Yeah, but just for whatever reason, not here. No, uh, yeah, I just we've got enough offensive-minded defensemen. He needs to go flourish somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I want to give these guys uh, Tyler's take on the situation because I think it's kind of interesting too. So Tyler decided to, to chime in by saying DiPietro was never going to be an NHL goalie whether he played or not. He should just be happy he got his NHL salary that year sitting in the in the press box rather than making AHL money. Jeez. And then he continues to say, I hate that they're not playing Rathbone. So... Seems like we got a bit of a consensus here. The the Rathbone sitting in the press box situation is not ideal. And Something's got to uh, happen. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like, you know the term embarrassment of riches? Yeah. They kind of have the opposite. Mm-hmm. They have like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they have too many pieces that aren't that great. No, and they're going to go somewhere else and they're going to be way better. I mean, hopefully for their hopefully, sake. Hopefully, yeah. Right? But who knows? So that's kind of the situation there. Anyway, let's move on to the next question in the inbox. So Horvat's tied for first in goals in the NHL. Does Bo Horvat have the potential to actually win the Rocket? I mean, you look at it now, like he's definitely in one of the best situations to do it. Like if you look at who he's playing with, you look at where he plays on the power play. Like he's playing yeah. right in that slot. He's yeah. going to get the shots. He's going to get the goals. Yeah. Um, yeah him playing in the bumper is why he has like half of his goals. Yeah. I, I want to know how many power play goals he has. That would be an interesting stat. Yeah, we could probably look it up. But yeah, if no. I had to guess, I'd say a little less than half. Yeah. yeah, Definitely affects it, but I I don't see him carrying it on. Yeah. I think he'll have like a 40-goal season. Like, it'll be his most goals scored in a season. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, it has to be pretty close already. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. 
Yeah, a rocket seems far fetched, but I'd take it. But he's yeah, going to continue it on another team. So yeah, no, I I don't think he'll rocket at all. Uh, I think like given the way I've seen McDavid play this year, like that guy's going to win everything. Oh, yeah. Right, he's having a career. Um, and if it wasn't boring to just like proje- project that mm. or to make that my prediction, oh yeah, I feel like everyone would. Oh yeah, you know, because he's just he is the best player in the NHL, and the gap between him and the second best player is the largest in any professional sport there is. Oh yeah, like he is just he dominates that this good. a sport like no other player. Exactly, statistically on ice, everything he is just like so much better than everybody else. It's insane. Mm. And if he doesn't win the Rocket this year, I'd be stunned. But who knows? Uh, Tyler's take on this is Horvat should be traded. (laughs) He says he should be traded right now because uh, the second half of the season, he's not going to be nearly as good as he has been so far. And it's hard to argue Yeah, I mean. But he's also a key piece to this team. And if you want them to make the playoffs, you're not going to trade him. Yeah, it's... uh... It's like the Forsberg situation that you went through last year or two years ago. With Philip Forsberg? Yeah. Yeah. Where it was kind of like, you, exactly, like, you could have exactly, traded him, yeah. but then it's like, oh, you're close to making the playoffs. Let's make a push. You make the playoffs, and then you get to resign him. Yeah. So it's it's a risk for sure. It kind of just depends on what avenue you want to go down. Like, you look at players like Pedersen, you look at players like Hughes, like, they want to win now. Yeah. That's why you signed JT Miller to the contract, to show the players and the fans that we are we want to yeah, win now. You're in win now mode. And then if you go out and then trade your captain and the guy who's leading your team, arguably one of the best players on the team, yeah, then it just shows like, oh, okay, psych. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, yeah, we're going back into a retool, rebuild. Yeah, but I guess there is something to be said, though. Like, it just reminds me of, uh, I think it was 2017 with the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. They traded Matt Duchesne, their best player. Mm. And then that was the turning point. That's when they turned things around and all of a sudden they win the Cup Cup five years later. That's true. Right? So it's like there there could be something there when you trade the best player in a room, then the team all of a sudden gets better. But it's very few and far between. Yeah, the Canucks uh, track record of trades and signings and just GM moves isn't great. And I don't yeah. trust it. Yeah. They've been okay at drafting. Yeah. You know, Oli Levy is a serious black smudge, but like mm-hmm. outside of that, they've been pretty good drafting, but everything else has been abysmal. Yeah. Trades, signings, everything. So, yeah, I mean, it comes down to this, do you trust the GM enough to be able to get a good enough return to trade our our franchise center or our franchise captain? Yeah. Like I just right now, I don't trust it. It's a really big piece and it's going to, make massive waves and there's already so many waves in that locker room yeah that like if you just keep adding it over and over yeah. like something is going to explode yeah the the situation or like the the ecosystem that exists within this team is going to be worse than what it was in ottawa a couple years ago yeah, <laughs> anyway uh so there's a, a few more questions here and i think a lot of them are really good so i'd like us to get to a few more of them mm-hmm. this has this might be my favorite question we've ever gotten this is hilarious okay so this guy goes now that the Canucks beat the Avs, what's the parade route? Yeah. <laughs> I would say, obviously, it has to go down past the arena. Yeah. Um, and then I think you should head out towards Stanley Park. I think that, like, that... Okay, Go yeah, up yeah, into, yeah. like, past Gastown, get down to, like, the downtown core, mm-hmm. and then up to Stanley Park. I think you gotta take Granville. Oh, yeah, you gotta go down the Granville. Yeah, yeah you gotta go down the Granville Strip. Granville's gotta hit, Stanley Park's gotta hit, and yeah. then, yeah, you gotta go past the arena. Yeah. Do you think you go like, like down Terminal Ave, like past Science World there? 
Like, do you think yeah. that's where you kind of start it and then well, go up past yeah, the arena like that? Because you have so much room there for people to just stand and stuff like yeah. that. What's that road that goes like on the Sky Train? Ooh, that would be sick. Go through all of the lower mainland just on top, strapped in on top of the train. Yeah, they just deck out a Sky Train car. Yeah, that would be sick. But yeah, <laughs> what's the parade route? What a great question. <laughs> After the win against the Avs. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Uh, and then I guess we'll probably do like one more question here. Mm. All right. So it seems like like this comment, they know that we joke about uh, video reviews going a certain way. Um, and so the question is uh, in Toronto. Uh, so do we think that uh, the review system is rigged? Man, this guy must hate Toronto. I wonder who this Sounds is. Like it. <laughs> um, it, it's it's funny. It, it it's funny at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, three disallowed goals. Yeah. Where do you, who decides that is the people in Toronto? Who were they playing? Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Who decided? Who ended up winning the game was Toronto. Yeah. It's uh it's a funny thing. Uh-huh. It's I don't know. <laughs> like, well, what do you say about let's it? Put it this way. <laughs> is there dirty money in FIFA? Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Anyway, uh, man, this has been a fun episode. Yeah, this was good. Like, I hope you guys stuck around yeah, at the end. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I really hope that people didn't just like tune in and they go, like, oh, oh, it's Jake and Alex. Jake and Alex, what the hell is this? <laughs> this has been fun, man. It's been weird because I think... Like, lately, you and I have been the people that talk the least in the podcast. Yeah, it's like Tyler and Marcus Tyler have been taking it over. Exactly, right? So it's weird, like, you and I just shooting the shit, talking mm. about hockey for a bit. Get to see our views. Exactly, right? You guys got to hear from us a little bit this week. It's been fun. Mm. It's been refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> nice to get to talk a little bit. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. So, uh, man, thank you all for hanging out with us. Yeah, if you've hung it. out with us yeah, the whole yeah, if time. Yeah, you're still here, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, obviously we, we love doing the podcast and we love when you guys hang out with us. Uh, if you want to get more in touch with us, uh, you can follow us on Instagram. That's the big one, right? Like, that's that's the yeah, one Instagram's that we're... our number one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're constantly on Instagram. We post stories and, and, and we make posts. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can DM us there, too. Yep. We're at the Vancouver Boys Podcast there on Instagram. You can also find us on TikTok. We're on Twitch. We have some YouTube videos coming out pretty soon. I'm super excited for them Dude, to see that. Oh, I cannot wait. They've all been edited. We're just waiting to post them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know... Like, find us on YouTube, throw us a, a, a subscription, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Subscribe, like uh, the video. Yeah, subscribe. When it like, comes out. Like the video, yeah. Um, it's, you know, share it with all your friends. I don't know. But I think that one's going to be really fun. Look forward to you guys seeing that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to follow Tyler on Twitter. Yeah, just Tyler. Just, like, seriously, no joke, it's just him. Uh, you can follow him He's on Twitter. He's changed the password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, who knows? But a lot of the stuff he posts there, like, doesn't even have anything to do with what we do. Like, no, it's, we, it's, it's a whole ordeal. Exactly. Over but it's fun, and he, he enjoys doing it. So you can go follow him on Twitter at VancouverBoys underscore uh, and if you want to contact us with serious business inquiries, you can email us at vancouverboyspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thanks so much for, for joining us uh, on the Jake and Alex show. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, this puts a wrap on November. Uh, so again, thank you so much for participating with us. Mm. And if you if you want to make any more donations or, uh, or contributions, again, you can find the link to the November website in our bio through our link tree on Instagram. Yeah, and look out for our final mustache picks coming out yes. probably on Friday. Yeah, well, t- well, when is uh, the end of November? Is it like Monday next week or something? Yeah, that sounds... I think Sunday's the first. Okay, yeah. No, so no, then, that's not right. So, 
You, anyway, so yeah, just... It, yeah, you when, just look for it. Yeah, when the, when the month is over, we'll post them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. Those will be on our story on Instagram. Um, outside of that, I think we'll, uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. So, thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs>